everyone, Jeff here from besttechie.com, and this is Techie Bytes episode 77. Today I'm talking about a topic that's been on a lot of people's minds this past week. I'll give you a hint. It involves Wall Street Bets, GameStop, AMC, and Robinhood. I'll be discussing why this happened now, and why what hedge funds and Robinhood are doing is just complete bull. Enjoy. Welcome to the perfect storm <laughs> how did we get here and where do we go from here that is a question that is on my mind and i'm sure a lot of other people's minds as well welcome to techie bites uh as i mentioned this week i'm going to be discussing gamestop going to be discussing wall street bets hedge funds all really super interesting stuff but um where do we where do we start with this story i think is really is really important where we start with the story is really important so let's all take a step back and think about it for a second. For the past almost year now, we have all been trapped at home. Thanks to the pandemic, we've been antsy, we've been angry, we've been disillusioned. And now, in an opportunity that felt like an empowering movement almost to take back what, you know, what was ours? What what the people um, saw as an opportunity were being shut down. And it's very frustrating. But let's start talking about how we got here. So let's think about back way back when, 2008, financial crisis time. The big banks royally screwed over the people, right? They really, really effed everyone. Similarly to how these guys were selling subprime mortgages to people who couldn't and who shouldn't have qualified for them, only then to kick them out of their houses, which apparently, by the way, just in case you didn't know, is okay. It's not illegal because, well, no one ever went to jail for this. Nonetheless, the big banks and the financial institutions are at it again, if you can believe that. I mean, and why wouldn't you at this point? <laughs> And they're attempting to screw the little guy by manipulating markets even further, more so than usual. All right? So let me be clear before we go any further about uh, talking about any of this. What is being described on this episode is what we call day trading. It's risky. I'm going to just say it. I'm going to flat out say it. It's risky, and it's not usually a healthy or good way to make a living. That being said, the every man and woman has been presented with a unique opportunity, a unique opportunity that I uh, am trying to take advantage of. And I think, you know, most people probably should look into taking advantage of it if they, if, 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 uh, if they have the means to do it, uh, because there are, op there, are, there is an opportunity out there and there is some money to be made, assuming we can stick together here. Now, GameStop, AMC, Nokia, BlackBerry, and others are, trending this week because of this market presented opportunity it's it is an opportunity it's not just that people are getting together and saying let's make the price of this stock rise because that'll be cool and we'll all do it together and then we'll all sell and the, that's not that never works well that that they're, they're the reason why people are doing what they're doing right now is because there is an opportunity and let's talk about that so there's a, 
Right now, there is a mash, massive, massive short sell on, on, on these stocks. And with the opportunity that's been presented to, to people who identified this, um, this massive short sell. In fact, companies like, um, like Melvin Capital bet 140% essentially, uh, bought, bought 140% of the outstanding stock. That, that's more stock that's av- than is available. They shorted it, actually. So what we're seeing now is this opportunity for what's called a short squeeze. And essentially what happens is, is if you can get enough people to buy a stock, you can get the price to increase, and then you hold that stock, right? You don't sell it right away. You get it. You keep increasing the price, increasing the price, right? Eventually what's going to end up happening is these hedge funds have to cover the shorts that they've, that they've bought up. And, and, and to do that, what they do is they buy the stock back at a higher price to close out their position. Essentially, the reason why they do this in what's called margin call is because their broker, whoever that they're buying through, is requiring them to put up more cash because they're losing money at such a fast rate through these shorts. Now, this, this is a technique. This is a tactic on Wall Street that has been tried and true and done again and again by other hedge funds, by other market makers, by other billionaires, Carl Icahn, Dan Loeb, Bill Ackman, all did this. Look, look, I tell you, look up Bill Ackman and Herbalife and then Carl Icahn and Dan Loeb and what they did. It's the same thing. But what's the problem here? The problem here is that... (laughs) I can't believe I'm saying this. The only problem is that what's a few billion between friends versus, you know, some guy in Nebraska or Texas or Maine uh, at working with other people, a woman in, in, in Minnesota or Idaho, you know, buying this stock. They just don't want to, they don't want to give you a piece of the action. These guys, it's okay if they steal from each other. They're all part of the old boys club. It is it is what it is. But as soon as you get in on the action following the same exact rule set that these guys set up, no. No, you can't. So this works. And right now what's happening is that these hedge funds are trying to scare us. They're trying to scare retail investors away from these stocks so they can get back in the in the money. And what they've ended up doing is by manipulating the markets even further by 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 somehow telling uh, getting Robinhood to not allow their retail investors, which is, by the way, is their core user base to be able to buy additional shares in these companies. Is frankly should be is illegal, should be illegal if, 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 if you know, it's it's unbelievable. I've never Never any, has anything happened like this. And, and the reason why we were able to do this is because of the tools and the capabilities that were provided by Robinhood with options trading and the ability to buy stock. The, the very fact that they were working towards democratizing the markets and then they do a 180 and they're like, you know what, these guys, Citadel, Melvin, you know, they pay our bills, actually. <laughs> so we're just going to bend over backwards and not let our customers 
are, are, I shouldn't even say customers. The people like you and me who are using Robinhood are not their customers. We're their users. Their customers are, are companies like Citadel and Melvin Financial and not us. So they are basically taking advantage of the relationship they have. Well, so who's taking advantage? The companies like Citadel are taking advantage of the relationships the relationships that they have with um, uh, Robinhood by essentially probably forcing them to do this. And the fact that Robinhood, well, we'll get to this in a little bit, has come out and said, we were just being proactive. That's not an answer. That that's that doesn't even make any sense. Proactive, and they, and then to say you're being proactive while at the same time saying it's not a liquidity liquidity issue is even more mind mind boggling. But let's let's jump back a little bit before we move on to talk about Citadel and and, and some other topics related to why these guys just stopped and how disturbing that is. Let's talk a little bit about how incredible it is. I just want to say that a community made up at the time of around 3 million individuals with each with you know maybe hundreds or thousands of dollars in their bank accounts making as much of an impact on the markets as a hedge fund as a hedge fund that's impressive it's so powerful to see something like that and not want to be part of that movement now, so props to, to Wall Street Bets, props to the community. What you did is incredible. You got their attention. You got their attention. Now, that being said, the response we're seeing, as I had, had mentioned just before, is disturbing. Robinhood is basically owned by these hedge funds. So when you go to here, and here's how it works. I'm going to highlight a couple uh, pieces of information that I think will really be eye-opening for many people. When you go to sell a stock, okay, on Robinhood, these hedge funds, essentially what they do is these guys, they come in, they're like, I'm going to buy the price. I'm going to buy the stock right now. And then I'm going to, I'm going to buy so much of it so fast. And it's just going to shoot up the price by like what? Two cents. And then when I when you sell, I'm gonna make money. Why is that allowed? I don't know. In fact, this is what uh, something that, that that has been explored to be actually potentially banned. And I think that the Biden administration should look into banning this type of um, these types of market flows that essentially allow for this now when they make the money oh boy when they make this money that is how they stay in business how do, how else would you say that a, a company like robin hood could provide free services when everyone else is charging for it how else could they they couldn't without this other without this other method of revenue. That's the long and short of it. <laughs> it's pretty much what it comes down to. And I didn't mean to use a, a financial kind of term there, but it, that it kind of worked out. Um, nonetheless, so 
as I mentioned, there's a company called Citadel, and they and they actually are one of the companies that accounts for 40 out of every 100 shares traded by an individual or retail investor in the United States. So 40%, 40%. One company is responsible for 40% of market making in the US. And here's the thing. When the volatility increases, when it goes up and the spread widens, they're making even more money. So if you're not angry about what's happening, let me give you a wake up call and tell you, you should be. This is not free markets. <laughs> I don't know. This is unfree. This is, this is unbelievable markets. This is like, this is some real bull is what it is. So last year, Citadel made $4.1 billion in profit. Now, let's take a turn real quick and let's just talk about one other thing, a couple other things. One is that I don't think Robinhood ever expected their user base to bite the hand that feeds them which in, you know, obviously Robin Hood in this case. So I, basically what I'm saying is I don't think, I do not think Robin Hood ever thought, and nor did these hedge funds for that matter, which kind of goes to just show how stupid they really are. They never thought that something like this could happen. I mean, how, how could they be so naive about it? They, they literally are providing the tools to democratize the marketplace. That's everything that they've talked about. And now that these tools are in the hands of the every person and they're able to compete when they get together, now suddenly playing by their rules is not good enough. You have to be better. And... It's beyond frustrating for sure. Now, these tools have enabled retail investors to buy and sell stock options and stocks with ease and at no cost. It's, it's a great thing, but not if it comes at the expense of free markets. Now, I personally invested a little bit of money into AMC the other day before trading was halted and I couldn't buy anymore. And I'm excited to see how this plays out. I, I've invested an amount that I'm willing to lose. I think it'll be exciting to see if we can get it. I'm going to hold. You should hold too. If we can get it to go up by holding the stock, buying the stock, you know, and really squeezing these guys for every dollar that they're worth, <laughs> I would not shed a tear for them. That, that, uh, that I can say for sure, for certain. Now, let me start kind of finalizing what I'm saying here and saying what's happening here is essentially a, tra a travesty. They're stacking the deck against retail investors. As I mentioned earlier, day trading is not easy. And I'm not saying that everyone who's participating in this is going to get out of it on a head. I may not. 
I, I'm, but that's okay. I, I've invested an amount of money that I'm willing to lose. That's okay. But I'm willing to try and take in the upside here because there is an upside. There is an, uh, there is an opportunity. And what's happening isn't capitalism or free markets. It's the rich covering their ass and exerting their power to squash the every person. And it shouldn't be something that's allowed. I'm glad to see people up in Congress starting to take note of that. What will happen from this? Well, we've started to, we've already seen that hearings are apparently underway, which is good. I don't know what's going to end up happening, whether why, whether there will be regulations or reforms. There certainly should be. Should you be allowed to short a stock? Should you be allowed to short a stock without some kind of insurance? You know, because otherwise I could see the, the, the detriment to how guys like Melvin Capital short all these shares and then don't have the money and then they basically have to be bailed out by fellow hedge funds. As long as my tax dollars are not going towards their bailout, I don't really care. But it could have a strain on the financial system. I understand that. Now... I'm always, I believe in free markets. I believe in capitalism. I think there's always money to be made out there. You just need to know where to look. And what, what has happened here, what has happened here is really fascinating. What Wall Street Bets has done is not only fascinating and empowering, as I mentioned, but it's proven that their empowerment is infectious. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen stories already on Reddit of people paying off mortgages, cars from these trades. If the and that is amazing. Amazing. And all I have to say to that is if the every person isn't even allowed to play by the same rules as the fat cats, well then at what point did I wake up in Russia? Right? And because last I checked, this is still the good old US of A. And I want to end with a couple notes about the Robin Hood co-founder, Vlad, uh, Vlad Tenev. And it's uh, these, these, these things almost write themselves in, in such a bizarre way, honestly. So prior to all of this happening yesterday, I went back, I uh, saw a tweet that Robin Hood's co-founder and his, what, ha- what was his most recent tweet up until, I guess, yesterday was a tweet about Martin Luther King Day. And he wrote, Today we reflect on the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., all that he held accomplished, and all the hard work that remains to create a just and fair society in the United States and around the world. I don't know about you guys, but I freaking love the part about creating a just and fair society. How about you let us trade then, Vlad? How about you let us trade? And <laughs> can't believe any of this stuff that's happening. Um, let me also just say that I saw Vlad on Chris Cuomo's show last night. It's a fantastic interview, by the way. Chris does a really good job, as as he always does. Um, but in this interview, Vlad stumbles through the answers that he's providing. He essentially has no insight or answers as to why they actually stopped allowing people to make those trades on the particular stocks. 
at least nothing that's, you know, believable or, you know, that, that can, that, that makes sense in any way. So I just have to say, while it, while it really was nice and refreshing to see Chris Cuomo eviscerate Mr. Tenev, um, it is certainly maddening to see that even with his excellent interview, we weren't able to get any answers out of him or get any closer to the truth. So this is something that we will have to continue to watch as it plays out. I am for one long AMC. I think that there's a, a movement here. I'm very, I feel very empowered. I feel very excited about it. I'm not going to start day trading, but I'm excited about the, the, the possibilities here. And I really hope the SEC and the government does what's right here. I really do. So I'm going to be keeping an eye as, as I mentioned on these developments as they unfold. I'm curious to know, what do you guys think about all this? Have, did you buy anything? Did you buy any of these stocks? What do you think about the situation? Who's right? Who's wrong? Am I right? Am I being ridiculous? Let me know. Leave me a comment or feel free to email me, Jeff or Best Techie, or you can obviously, of course, tweet at Jeff Weisbein or at Best Techie. And uh, I just want to say thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll, we'll see you next time. And remember, remember, take care of your computers. Thanks for listening to Techie Bytes. Stay tuned for more episodes every Tuesday with awesome interviews and conversations about technology and business. If you like what we're doing, please consider supporting our podcast at anchor.fm slash best techie and or by leaving a rating and review on iTunes. Both ways help us greatly and are much appreciated. So thank you. Until next time, we'll see you. And remember, remember, take care of your computers.